good evening. It is 5 p.m. and you're listening to Today in YGK on CFRC 101.9 FM. Brought to you by CFRC's News Collective, Christina Laurie, Dinah Jansen, Erica Singh, Zayden Bergera, Katrina Johnston, and Mia Lettinen. CFRC's news programming is also brought to you through the support of the local journalism initiative, Queen's University, Little Eyewear at 732 Princess Street, and the Screening Room at ScreeningRoomKingston.com. I'm Christina Laurie, and here are your local news headlines. The Skeleton Press is in need of support, and the Skeleton Park Arts Fest team is launching their fundraising efforts with a concert featuring talented local artists Charlotte Cornfield and friends this Saturday, November 25th. The Skeleton Press is a quarterly paper serving the Skeleton Park neighborhood and surrounding area. I sat down with Greg Tilson, director of the Skeleton Park Arts Fest, to talk about the Skeleton Press and their fundraising efforts. I'm sitting down with Greg Tilson, artistic director of Skeleton Park Arts Fest here today to talk about their upcoming fundraiser to support the Skeleton Press. So uh, welcome back to CFRC, Greg. Thanks so much for having me. Awesome. Well, for those who haven't had the pleasure of reading, I was wondering if you could tell us a bit about what folks can expect when they read the Skeleton Press and a bit about the background of the publication. Sure. So the Skeleton Press is a, a free neighborhood newspaper in the Skeleton Park area that is published by the Skeleton Park Arts Festival. Um, it it uh, distributes over 6,000 issues on a quarterly basis to the surrounding neighborhood and downtown, and there's different distribution points, you know, Novel Idea, uh, Kingston Community Credit Union, Home-Based Housing, the Elm Cafe, like there's, there's lots of spots to pick one up uh, in addition to the neighborhood receiving it door-to-door by Canada Post. But in answer to your question about, you know, what is it, um, it's, it's kind of a unique publication in that it's mostly written just by people that live in the neighborhood. Fortunately, there's a lot of great writers in this neighborhood. Um, Also artists, illustrators, photographers. Um, You know, we're an arts neighborhood, an arts organization, so there's a lot of content about that and and politics and neighborhood politics, but it's just a a really fun way for um, sharing ideas, sharing stories, and also just kind of presenting like uh, a broad and diverse perspective of, of different people's voices in this area. Yeah, awesome. And getting right into the fundraising event, uh, which is what we're here to talk about today, I was wondering if you've fundraised specifically for the Skeleton Press before, or if this is a new initiative that's become a need recently. Yeah, thanks for that question. It It is, in general, a new need. And the reason is because this was a project that it was initiated um, back near the beginning of the pandemic. And so it was, um, like I said, a, a fun way to to uh, amplify the um, all of the different voices in the neighborhood, but also it was a way, a successful way of pivoting when we couldn't offer in-person programming. So now that we're back to in-person programming, um, the the funds are, are now somewhat divided. Um, we also received additional funding during that time frame, um, as as many arts organizations had, just to 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 weather the storm of the pandemic. Um, however, it was so successful, and the neighborhood responded in just an incredibly supportive and positive way um, that we you know we want to keep it going, and so we're we're trying to you know find those new revenue streams without. Um, you know, resorting to ads, because that seems to be something that neighborhoods value um, without uh, charging a a subscription fee. And so we're trying to take um, an approach whereby uh, what the the financial support that we're seeking, we're calling Friends of the Skeleton Press. 
And that's people who are, you know, in that position financially, who can go on our charitable website through the skeletonparkartsfest.ca uh, uh, website and join up for monthly donations. So we're just, you know, so that the paper can continue to be written by and for the neighborhood, but also be, you know, supported financially uh, by that skeleton park arts festival community. Mm -hmm, absolutely. And I was curious, I guess I have the inside scoop with broadcasting, but definitely none of the behind the scenes of a publication like the Skeleton Press. What are some of the costs of the paper that the funds will help cover? Yeah, I'm really glad you asked that. People will want to know where their, you know, where their money's going. And there's so many uh, important causes out there to support right now. Um, uh, but we, we, you know, we, we are finding there's uh, just a desire to support uh, a neighborhood newspaper, a community grassroots newspaper like this, um, especially at this time where, you know, our sources to um, um, this kind of media are, are definitely um, not as accessible as they used to be. And um, yeah, so we, uh, in terms of our budget and our expenses that we need help uh, covering with, with people's donations, the main expenses are, you know, the creatives, right? The writers, the illustrators, the photographers. We pay union rates for our writers and market rates for our illustrators and photographers. Um, you know, editors, uh, other staff uh, associated with the project. And then the, the cost for printing um, and distributing. Uh, so we encounter uh, significant quarterly fees to print uh, over 6,000 copies and also, you know, expenses like Canada Post who deliver the paper door to door. Well, thank you for that background there. And getting yeah. into the fun part, the event coming up. Yeah. So the headliner for the afternoon is Charlotte Cornfield. I was wondering, um, how did she get involved with this project? Yeah, she's, thank you. She's been, um, you know, uh, a supporter and, and uh, kind of a, a, a artist participant in the festival for years. You know, she she's kind of one of these back by popular demand artists. You know, she's performed at the festival. We've hosted her many times in different venues around town. And and she's she's done the matinee before. And, and you know, the, the matinee crowd, especially the families, they love her. Charlotte actually just had a baby. She's pr probably bringing her baby. <laughs> and. <laughs> So she, uh, we've written about her in the Skeleton Press, you know, she, uh, she has family just down the road in the county. Um, yeah, you know, she's just, she's just a, a friend of, of the Skeleton Park community, but also super popular, you know, like <laughs> her followers are, are definitely on the rise. You know, she was covered in Rolling Stone. She's, she's touring all over the place, less so now that she has a baby, but yeah, she's just, I think she really, um, uh, she's just so, so, such a lovely person and people in the Skeleton Park community really love her music. So we thought it was a good fit. Yeah, definitely. That's going to be awesome. And I saw also, uh, it said, and special guests. Would you like to share a bit about those performers or will that be a surprise for next Saturday? Oh yeah. Well, it's, uh, you know, it's just basically, um, we want to warm up the stage for Charlotte. Um, you know, we're in a the very fortunate position in terms of a fundraiser, right? Where um, a lot of the people that organize the festival and the newspaper uh, are also in a band called the Gertrudes. Oh yeah. <laughs> so, you know, we're in that position where we're, many of us are organizing the event anyway. And Mo, our, our singers, our lead, one of our lead singers is, uh, you know, she she's gonna, be emceeing, I think, you know, she usually emcees those concerts. And so, yeah, it's, it's the, 
the same old crowd that you see at these concerts a lot. But uh, it won't be long, you know, the, the doors are at 1.30, Saturday, November 25th. It's by donation, you know, pay what you can. Um, uh, and uh, the, the Gertrudes will play some, you know, a few tunes, probably closer to two. I, I, I really encourage people to come early because it'll fill up and it's a first come first serve policy. Um, and then Charlotte, you know, she'll go on shortly after that, after we've warmed up the stage for her. Um, but yeah, the thing that's cool about this campaign is people that are in a financial position that can donate monthly, you know, kind of so we can expect that for all future issues, that kind of ongoing revenue stream. We're going to give them the VIP treatment, so uh, they'll be allowed to uh, come backstage and, uh, and, you know, we'll have catering and and, uh, the, and we'll also acknowledge them on page two of the, the Skeldon Press Future Issues and, you know, include them at other events in that like VIP status. And it's just it's just, you know, we want to make people feel part of it and people that that have the privilege to contribute in that way. We want them to, you know, be part of the the social scene that is the Skeldon Press and that is the Skeldon Park Arts Festival. Yeah, amazing. Well, looking forward to November 25th. And I guess uh, just so our listeners, though, for those interested, it's pretty easy to stumble across a copy of the Skeleton Press, I think, here in Kingston. Uh, but if you can't wait, you can, I believe you can look at past issues on skeletonpartartsfest.ca. There's, we, we often, as, uh, as I think you noted before we started the interview, there are often a few copies at CFRC Radio. That's true. You can stop by <laughs> on campus. Union Gallery often carries it. Um, but yeah, maybe for, for students that are listening, um, if you're downtown, like Novel ID usually has a big stack of the papers and again, quarterly. So we just published our fall issue and uh, hopefully if all this goes well with fundraising, you'll see a winter issue and spring issue as well. Good stuff. And uh, are there any other places folks should be aware of to keep up with SPAF and uh, support all the wonderful things you do? Yeah, thanks. I think, um, you know, the, the newspaper is a source of information and um, our website, Skeleton Park Arts Fest, that you that you mentioned, and there's an opportunity to donate on that site, and um, you know our socials, of course, Facebook and Instagram, and and um, you know I think for for students especially that are new to town, um, we're just north of downtown. McBurney Park is another name for Skeleton Park, and you know we just had a big Halloween parade there. There'll be another one of those at Easter, and. Uh, you know, next church, 89 Colburn Street, is just around the corner from the park. And so, yeah, it's it's a pretty welcoming neighborhood. And, and I hope people that are new to Queens and new to Kingston can, can connect with us in the future. Once again, that was Greg Tilson, director of the Skeleton Park Arts Fest, on the upcoming fundraising concert this Saturday to support the Skeleton Press. Be sure to attend on Saturday at Next Church, that's 89 Colburn Street. Doors open at 1.30 p.m. with music kicking off at 2 p.m. and entry by donation. Hello, my name is Erica Singh and welcome to your campus news. Today, I am joined in studio with Amy Simcoe, who is here to share an exciting new opportunity. Hi, Amy. How are you? Hey, Erica. I'm doing great. That's amazing. So can you please talk a little bit about what you're here to share? Yeah, for sure. So today I am here to talk about the Queen Social Impact Association's Weekend for Social Impact. It is going to be a really awesome weekend, December 1st and 2nd where you get to learn a lot more about social impact as a career and the club itself. 
And can you please share a little bit about Queen's Social Impact Association or QSIA? For sure. So founded in 2007, Queen's Social Impact Association is a student-run club under the Commerce Society and AMS. Our predominant objective is to facilitate student involvement in the nonprofit and social impact sectors. And yeah. All right. And um, what is the Weekend for Social Impact? For sure. So on our Weekend for Social Impact, uh, we have a really, really packed schedule for you all. So we're focused on giving students the tools they need to explore an impact-related career. And there will be panel discussions, networking with over 10 companies, workshops, a case competition, and food provided for breakfast, lunch, and two dinners. Oh, and not to mention, we have keynote speaker Gavin Thompson, the Senior Vice President of Corporate Citizenship for Canada Goose, as well as a really fun workshop planned with the Kingston Propel Impact Fund about impact investing. And is the Weekend for Social Impact open to all faculties? It is. Anyone can sign up. Um, applications are now open and they close by the end of the day, November 25th. Um, to sign up, you just go to comsoc.ca, sign in with your student number and net ID, click the events tab, which will bring you to our registration page. You can also find the link on our Instagram bio at Q Social Impact Association. And when is the conference running? Yeah, so conference is running December 1st and 2nd. All right, thank you so much, Amy, for coming in and sharing this exciting new opportunity. Thanks so much, Erica. This is great. All right, get those apps in by November 25th. That's all for me today. Now over to Mia with the weather. And now it's time for your CFRC weekend weather forecast. On Wednesday, November 22nd, there'll be some cloudy periods at night with a low of minus 2 degrees. On Thursday, November 23rd, it'll be cloudy with a high of 6 degrees and cloudy at night with a 30% chance of flurries and a low of minus 2. On Friday, November 24th, it'll be cloudy with a high of plus 2 during the day and at night cloudy with a low of minus 4. And on Saturday, November 25th, it'll be cloudy with a high of plus one and a cold night with cloudy periods with a low of minus seven. On Sunday, November 26th, it'll be a mix of sun and cloud during the day with a high of plus one and some cloudy periods at night with a low of minus one. Check back in with us on Monday for the rest of your weekly weather forecast. This is Kat bringing you the weekly traffic report from November 17th through to November 23rd. We are first going to be starting off with road closures in the Kingston area. On Market Street from Ontario to King, it will be closed November 18th from 5pm to 11pm for the tree lighting ceremony in Springer Market Square. On Market Street from Ontario to King, it will be closed November 24th at 8am to November 25th at 2am for the Vanier Cup Fan Fest presented by Queen's University. On University Avenue from Union to Earl, it will be closed until December 22nd for the removal of debris from demolition and concrete deliveries at the Queen's John Dutch University Centre project. And now we're going to be moving on to parking disruptions in the Kingston area. Princess Street from Collins Bay to Bay Ridge, expect delays until November 30th for the construction of new sidewalks and traffic signals along Princess Street. Please note that one lane of traffic will be maintained in each direction at all times on Princess Street. This was Kat bringing you the weekly traffic report from November 17th through to November 23rd. I hope you all have a lovely week. 
now it's time for the CFRC Community Concert and Events Calendar for November 22nd through to November 28th. Have an event you'd like to be covered on our website and news programming? Contact us via cfrc.ca today. On November 15th, come and pet Oscar, our fluffy golden retriever, St. John's Ambulance Therapy Dog, and meet his handler, John. Drop in at any point during the hour. Oscar will be at Mitchell Hall every Wednesday at noon by the Student Wellness Services office on the main floor. On November 15th, Student Wellness Services is excited to announce a combined flu shot and COVID-19 booster clinic for all staff and faculty members at Queen's University. The clinic will operate on a walk-in basis only. No appointments are necessary. All vaccines are free of charge and completely voluntary. This will be located at Mitchell Hall Student Health and Wellness Services from 9.30 a.m. to 1 p.m. and 1.30 p.m. to 4 p.m. Also on November 22nd is the Center for the Study of Democracy and Diversity presents the Contemporary Anti-Semitism Lecture Series featuring Dr. Jeffrey Kopstein, Professor of Political Science and Director of the Center for Jewish Studies at the University of California, Irvine, Anti-Semitism on Campus Survey Evidence from the University of California. This lecture series is generously supported by the Azrieli Foundation. For more information about this lecture, visit the CSDD website at www.queensu.ca slash CSDD. This event is free and located in the Kin Building, room 210 from 6.30 to 8 p.m. On November 23rd, there is an Indigenous Identity Sharing Circle, only available to Indigenous students. Do you feel that you don't look Indigenous enough? Maybe you are unsure about how to identify yourself or feel you don't fit in because you don't know enough about your Indigenous identity. Please know that you are not alone. Come together for a sharing circle facilitated by Amber and Lisa to discuss these feelings in a safe space. Registration is required. Email 4d.counselor at queensu.ca. This event is in person every other Thursday starting September 28th. This will be located at the Four Directions Digital Student Center from 4 to 5.30 p.m. Also on November 23rd is the first year getting through together meeting. For any student first year at Queen's University seeking connection and support during the complex transition period to university life, you could benefit from this group if you are feeling overwhelmed and anxious with managing it all. Come and try a group, drop in. In this group, you will have the opportunity to connect with other first year students experiencing the same struggles and figure this out together. Learn some coping strategies from a psychotherapist, have the opportunity to talk in a confidential group setting about whatever is on your mind at the time. You can register at queensu.ca. This will be located at the Banry Center from 3 to 4.30 p.m. On November 24th, join us for an intimate evening of art, inspiration, and courage as we celebrate the remarkable legacy of Serena Timperio. Serena's journey through the chaos of a brain cancer diagnosis is a testament to her unyielding spirit and unwavering passion for art. Through the lens of her extraordinary life, this event sheds light on the intersection of creativity, resilience, and the human spirit. Let her story inspire you to embrace creativity and find resilience within yourself. This will be located at the Isabel Bader Center from 3 to 4.30 p.m. Also on November 24th, Jonathan Malloy is a professor of Canadian Parliamentary Democracy at Carleton University. Professor Malloy will speak on his new book, The Paradox of Parliament, which argues that Parliament labours under two different logics of its purpose and primary role, one based on governments and decision-making, and one based on representation voice. This will be located at Robert Sutherland Hall, room 334, from 12 to 1.30 p.m. 
On November 25th, Learn to Float is an introductory course designed to build your confidence in an aquatic environment. It will focus on safety, submersion, recovery, and floating. This is designed for international students of all levels looking for a low-cost opportunity to learn to swimming fundamentals. There are three two-hour sessions offered. You may register for as many as you'd like. Register at queensu.ca. This will be located at the Queen's Arc from 11 to 1 p.m. On November 26th is the Solidarity Swim. Are you a trans, non-binary, genderqueer, genderfluid, or any other non-cisgender person who wants a safer space to swim and also meet other students and a wider trans community members? Join us for Solidarity Swims at the ARC Pool. You can even bring a cisgender friend or loved one. This will be from 2.30 to 4 p.m. and you can register at queensu.ca. On November 27th is the Indigenous Good Minds Night. Come and hang out by the fire, watch TV, study, play board games, bead, and take part in structured activities. These activities change bi-weekly and refreshments will be provided. This group is only available to Indigenous students and will be located at the Four Directions Indigenous Centre from 4 to 7.30 p.m. On November 28th, Connect Four is a group for students who are feeling isolated and like they haven't found their people at Queen's. Each week we will have an activity to participate in and topics for conversation together. This event will be held Tuesday evenings from 4 to 5.30 p.m. up until November 28th. For the first week, please meet at the Faith and Spiritual Life Room 210 in Mitchell Hall and you can register at queensu.ca. This was Kat bringing you the CFRC Community Concert and Events Calendar for November 22nd through to November 28th. I hope you all have a lovely week. Now it's time for the Community Concerts and Events Calendar. If you have an event you'd like covered on our website or news programming, contact us via cfrc.ca today. On November 22nd, catch OCAN, presented by Flying V Productions at the Grad Club. OCAN is a Juno Award-winning, women-led ensemble that fuses Afro-Cuban roots with jazz, folk, and global rhythms in songs about immigration, courage, and love. The show is 8 p.m. to 11 p.m. with doors at 7, and tickets are available now for $25. Maiko with Brayden Bales, the Fantasy Tour, comes to the Broom Factory on November 23rd. The show will start at 7.30 with doors at 7. Tickets are available online now for $26. Doug Vanderhorden has been playing all around Kingston for years. Catch him this Thursday, November 23rd at the Club RCHA from 7 until 10 p.m. $5 at the door for non-club members. Ones, the Beatles' number one hits, playing every number one song from the beginning of 1964 to the end of 1970. Catch the show at the Grand Theatre at 7.30 p.m. to 10 p.m. on November 23rd. Tickets are available online now for $50. Kingston drag performer Bewitched is delighted to invite you to her first ever bingo show, Bewitching Bingo. You will be spellbound by her while enjoying a fun night of playing bingo. The event is at the Something in the Water Brewery and is free. Just call in advance to reserve seats. 8pm doors and 8.30 start on November 23rd. There is two free shows happening back-to-back -back at the Royal Tavern 2.0 on November 24th. Catch Paula Woods, indie singer-songwriter from Kingston, uh, from 4.30 until 6.30, and alt-rock band Echoes from 9pm until 1.00. Catch a drag family affair featuring Universe, Simone Says, and Bewitched with your hostess Sherry Ann Hex on November 24th from 8pm until 11pm at the Grad Club for $10 online and $15 at the door. Cide and Delivery will be playing nothing but Neil Young in the tradition of Crazy Horse Friday, November 24th at Hotel Wolf Island from 7 until 10 p.m. for free. A great lineup at the Broom Factory Friday, November 24th with Chalk Claire, Cadence Brown, Dupel, 
Pretty Boy Co., Kendall Chase, and The Ryan Lewis Project, hosted by Shiznick and DJ Wilhound, playing a variety of hip-hop and rap from 7.30 until 10 p.m., with doors at 7 and tickets for $20. Bands Tiny Horse and Nice On will be celebrating Tiny Horse's CD release Saturday, November 25th at Blue Martini. The show will start at 9 p.m. with doors at 8 p.m. and tickets are still available for $20. Steve Cheeseman and The Heater, a great rock and roll band, will be performing hits of the 60s and 70s Saturday, November 25th at the club RCHA from 8 until 11 p.m. Tickets are $20 at the door or in person at the club. The Astros, live at the Grad Club. Check out one of Kingston's most popular bands this Saturday, November 25th at 8 p.m. Tickets are $5 in advance and $10 at the door. Grand On Stage presents Nobuntu, an incredible all-female a cappella quintet from Zimbabwe, Saturday, November 25th at the Kingston Grand Theatre, starting at 7pm. Tickets are available online now from $20 to $30. Band Rust Pump will be playing classic and modern rock at the Merchant Tap House on November 25th, from 10.30 to 2am for free. Charlotte Cornfield will be playing a benefit concert for the Skeleton Press, Saturday, November 25th at Next Church. The event starts at 2 p.m. with doors at 1.30, and entrance is by donation supporting the cause. Jess Rose, the harpist, will be playing beautiful covers and originals on harp Sunday, November 26th at Hotel Wolf Island from 5 until 7 p.m. for free. Logan Brown and Al Bobcock will be performing Sunday, November 26th at the Mansion. The show will begin at 7 p.m., and ticket prices are still to be announced. Mother and son duo Jody Payne and Landon Matthew will be playing folk, rock, and blues hits from the 1960s to modern-day top 10s Sunday, November 26th at Spearhead Brewery for all ages. They'll be performing 2 p.m. till 5 p.m., and the music is free. Band Cancer Bats will be performing as Bat Sabbath, along with Ethereal Tomb, Black Mastiff, for a tribute to Black Sabbath, Sunday, November 26th at the Broom Factory, from 2 until 5 p.m. Doors will open at 2, and tickets are $25. Moving forward to November 28th, there is two open mic nights happening on November 28th. You can head to the Royal Tavern 2.0 for Try It Tuesday Karaoke for free. There's also an open mic night at St. Larry's Pub that same night, presented in collaboration with the Music and Digital Media, as well as the Musicians Guild. That one is also free. Comedy in Kingston, a riotous evening filled with jokes, stories, and belly laughs by Matt Render, Mark Coraconitis, Nathan Texeria, Tuesday, November 28th at The Mansion. The show will begin at 8 p.m. and tickets are $22. And Giving Tuesday fundraiser, an evening with Charlotte Gray with Lawrence Scanlon at the Tet Center on Tuesday, November 28th, presented by the Kingston Writers Guild from 7 until 8 p.m. The prices are a sliding scale for $45 with a $30 charitable tax receipt and $20 with no tax receipt. Thank you for tuning in to CFRC's local news programming. To revisit episodes of Today in YGK and hear more from some of our guests, be sure to head to our podcast network at podcast.cfrc.ca. Today in YGK is brought to you by the generous support of the Community Radio Fund of Canada, the local journalism initiative, Queen's University Career Services, What Will I Wear at 732 Princess Street, and the Screening Room at screeningroomkingston.com. Be sure to stay tuned for more CFRC programming coming up next. 
What Will I Wear offers the best in vintage, funky, one-of-a-kind treasures, clothing, accessories, and a fabulous selection of jewels, vintage and new. Find the cutest purse, the most dashing of hats and sunglasses, everything to complete your individual look. What Will I Wear has it all. They can dress you from top to bottom. Find your new fashion fave at What Will I Wear at 732 Princess Street in Kingston. Visit their new location and follow them on Facebook to keep up to date with what's in store at What Will I Wear. 